When you seek adventure, the road can take you many places. Be ready in a new 2019 Honda HRV, CRV, or Pilot with Waze Map connectivity and available features like wireless phone charging, Apple CarPlay, and Android Auto. Mapping your journey has never been easier. There's only one best SUV brand, and that's Honda. Lease the CRV for just $259 a month. Now at your Hampton Roads Honda dealer. Honda, it's the perfect ride for Hampton Roads. Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nicole Cleveland, founder of Breathe Again Magazine and author of So He Cheated, Now What? Now remember, the radio show is a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. We don't just want to talk about the issue without providing tips on how to overcome that issue. We really want to hear from you. If you have a powerful testimony that you believe will encourage our listeners, we want you to be on our show. If you have a product, a ministry, a book, or a business, be a sponsor. Help us reach others that are suffering in silence. You can do that by emailing us at radioshow at breatheagain.org, or you can just pick up the phone and call Nicole at 757-404-1582, 757-404-1582. You know, I want to take some time right now and just encourage those that have experienced the loss of a family member over the past few months. I've seen so much, so many people have passed away. And just this week I heard about three others. So I really want to take this time because it will be the first Christmas and New Year's that you will be without your loved one. I want you to just know that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and just to cherish those memories that you had with that loved one, with your spouse or with your family member or with your friend. You made memories, so cherish them and hold them dear and near and continue to carry around the love that you hold in your heart for that individual. It'll never go away, never, never go away. Now, today is December 1st. I always talk about the date and I talk about times. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving at my house. Uh, We had tons of people at the house. We entertained. We laughed. And, yes, after Thanksgiving, I went out there on Black Friday. Yes, 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 it was a mess. Now, I used to love it. I used to love going out on Black Friday, but I think as I get older, it's a little bit um, hazardous to my health, so I'm going to have to think about this next year. My girlfriend may get upset, but she'll get over it. So um, the the show today is, it, to some it may be tough, to others it, it may not be, but it is what it is. Um, I met this woman online via 
Facebook and via different um, social networks, I believe. I've seen her out there, and she just encouraged me. And I think it was last year, and I heard her story, and I was just so amazed and so in awe at what God had did for her. And I said, one day I'm going to have her on the show. I'm going to feature her because she's encouraging, not just to me, but to the body of Christ. Her name is Deborah Ann Brown Davis. She is the author of My Daddy, the Devil, and Me. It's a true story of a daughter who was sexually molested by her father for more than two decades. Her father gave her cocaine to keep her under his control, trained her to be a prostitute, physically abused her, and used her as her chief accomplice in a series of bank frauds. Yes, it does sound like it's fiction, but it's not. It's real life. It's Deborah's story. Deborah, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Wonderful. Thank Hello. you so much for being a guest. Thank you for having me. Now, you are more than welcome. I'm just going to jump right into it. I just I, I bless God for you, and I bless God for your testimony and how the Lord has just brought you out, and you are on a mission, and you are steadfast, and you are out here, and you're resilient, resilient in telling your story. So I just want to take this time and commend you for your transparency, my sister. Well, I want to thank you. I truly thank you. I am humble and I'm grateful. Um, accept the assignment that God has set before me to expose Satan and his tactics. Amen, amen, amen. Now, your book says you believed it was normal to have sex with your father. You thought okay. it was nor- normal to fall in love with him in the hope of one day marrying him. Is that true? Absolutely true. Yes, it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, you had a normal... Childhood, is that correct? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Talk I, to me a little um, bit about your childhood. Yes, my, my mother married a serviceman, and um, he was in the Army 23 years, and he raised me until I was 15 on the Army basis. So my mother was a stay-at-home mom, and so I was very childlike in, in my mind. Body and mind, very childlike, you know, mm-hmm. still playing with Barbie dolls. <laughs> At, in my teenage years, I was still playing little girl games, jump rope, that, you know, their little mm-hmm. games that little girls play. But um, me and my mother were very close, and we used to play a lot of games together because she was that stay-at-home mom. And I didn't even make up a bed. I think I was maybe turning 14 when I made up my first bed. So I never mopped the kitchen floor or had to clean or anything, so I had a very, very good childhood. And what made you want to move with your father? Was he in your life? Was he active? Was he coming to get you every summer and you just wanted to live with him? It was curiosity. You know, I know that that was my stepfather, who I wasn't really fond of. He was very um, strict because he was a serviceman and everything was restriction and this and that and I would often say, you're not my daddy, but because I knew who my father was, I had a painting of him. I think my his mother, my grandmother, had given me, and I would keep that painting on my wall, and I'd see my nose look like his nose, my eyes look like his. And, yes, I do look a whole lot like him, and I wanted mm-hmm. to know who he was because I knew that he, I had a biological father because he would come periodically in my life from time to time. He would stop by. Okay. And so it was just curiosity, basically. Yeah, I was very inquisitive. I wanted to meet him, really. I knew him, but I wanted to spend time with him. I wanted him to actually be the one 
to raise me opposed to this man that was in my life as a father. Right, Even though he right. was the best, once I got older, uh, I looked back and I, I said, this man was the best. This man that my mother married was a good man. He he clothed me. He fed me. He bought my Christmas. Everything that my biological father was supposed to do and didn't do, my stepfather did. But I didn't appreciate it because I didn't understand it at that time. Right. As we do as we are children, we want to do something else when our parents are, you know, providing. And because and I've been down that road as well, you know, uh, curiosity and wanting to do other things and wanting just that daddy to, to buy me things or come pick me up and things of that nature. So to God be the glory. And you know what? I was estranged from my father when I was younger, and he is on the line now. So I just want to give a shout-out to my dad because he's on the line, and we are Rebuilding right now, so God be the glory. Um, Deborah, talk to me about when things started to change. When um, he came and he picked you up, and you guys went, and I think you went to a hotel. Basically, you were living out of a hotel. Well, that was more or less his lifestyle, which I didn't know that was his lifestyle. My mother, she forewarned me. She would usually say, "He's no good." You don't want to go with him. But, I, I'm, I, Nicole, I didn't understand that. What that uh-huh. meant, what are you saying? He's no good. You, you know, I just want to go. I want to know who this man is that everybody's telling me I look just like. Not only am I hearing, well, she looks just like him every time I walk in the room. I'm also, when I would get in any type of trouble thinking that, um, she's just like her daddy. So I heard I'm just like him and I look just like him. So, of course, I want to see who this is that I look just like. I want to be around this person. I want to get to know him as my daddy. So when Mm -hmm. he came, I wasn't expecting him to take me to a hotel. I didn't know this was his lifestyle. I didn't know he was living from hotel to hotel. I didn't know that he was a pimp and a drug dealer. I didn't know that he was a gangster. I didn't know all that. I didn't know what I was stepping into. Mm. None of it, none of it. Now, when how soon did the prostitution and the drugs start once he had you over? And the sex? The sex started immediately um, from immediately. a brainwashing, immediately from a brainwashing from Scripture, from Genesis chapter 19, where Lot's daughters slept with him. Of course, mm. my father misconstrued the whole Scripture and embedded it in my mind that this was normal, this is what they do, this is, it's right here in the Bible. Look, it's right here. Mm. We did nothing wrong, we're doing nothing wrong, this is normal, this happens, and there's mm. nothing wrong with it. Wow, so he used the word of God on you for you to believe, to, to coerce you into that, and so it just was embedded in your mind that this was the correct thing to do because it's in the Bible. Absolutely, and that's why today I'm in Bible college. <laughs> I, I want to know the word for myself. You know, Amen. no one will never be able to tr- tr- trick me with Scripture ever again. <laughs> Amen. Now, what, basically, was he your pimp when you pro- when you prostituted yourself? Did you go out, sell your body, and then bring the money back to him? Yes, yes, that's what I was taught to do. I was told at age 16 um, this. You're not selling your body, you're selling the prolastic. And mm-hmm. this is what you're selling. And this is what I was taught and showed what to do. And again, I didn't think anything was wrong with it because I knew nothing about it. 
So how would I think something was wrong with it when I knew absolutely nothing about it? And besides, this is my daddy telling me this. Mm-hmm. Now, where was your mother in all this? Did she check up on you? Did you talk to her? Well, briefly, from time to time, I would check in with my mother, but I kind of shied away from her because um, I knew in my mind that this wasn't right. I knew that it wasn't wrong. It wasn't never any issue of right or wrong because I, I knew this couldn't be normal. Mm-hmm. But I um, tried to stay away from her because I didn't want her to question me because when I did go home um, for a little while, she did kind of ask me a few questions but not lean towards that subject. But I figured if I just stay away from her, she wouldn't discuss anything. I wouldn't have to talk about anything. So I never blame my mother for anything today. We are very close. We mm-hmm. Even with the book and all, you know, I let her read it, which was really a hard read for her. But mm-hmm. I wanted her approval to publish that because it was so much and so dark and so dirty and so shameful. And I wanted her approval, and she gave it to me. Oh, praise God, praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, Deborah, I think it's so important. This is very important because you did this all because you wanted the love of your father. If that's mm-hmm. what it took for your father to love you, then that's what you were going to do. And I think so many girls out here are like that. They're just looking for the approval of their father or a, a fatherly figure. I want you to take the time right now and minister to those individuals. Take a minute or so because there's so many of us out here that are like, okay, what do I need to do to get daddy's approval or what do I need to do to get um, someone like daddy to approve of me? So minister to those individuals. Well, the thing of it is, Nicole, not realizing at that time that I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Not realizing yeah. at that time I had the comfort and the love of a good home with my mother and my stepfather. Not realizing what I was stepping into. Not realizing that the person that I'm looking up to for love, looking for guidance, looking for instructions from somebody, an adult that I trusted wholeheartedly, not realizing what this was that I was facing, it was then that I realized that I was in, I, it was then that I didn't realize I was in danger. But the right. older I got and the more that I looked to the Lord, it was then when I realized that he could not love me for the mere fact that he didn't love himself. Mm-hmm. Once I found out that I had to fall in love with myself in order for my eyes to be enlightened to the truth, because I was walking around in darkness not realizing that I was following behind the devil, not realizing that my hope and trust was in the devil all the time. But once mm. God called me and called me out, and now I can see the light and I can fall in love with myself, I knew, I knew then, because we have to ask God for faith and we have to have spiritual discernment. And yeah. if we don't have that discernment, we can be led and trapped off with those that are closest to us. Because, yeah. you know, a stranger just can't really come and talk you into doing those type of things. A stranger yep. may come and hold you hostage or rape you or something, but a stranger can't just come into your heart and get inside of your heart. It yeah. takes somebody close to you, somebody that you that loves you or say they love you to get close inside of your heart. Your heart yeah. has to be guarded. 
Yeah, so true, so true. So guard your heart. And, you know, David talks about that in the Word of God. He said, it wasn't an enemy. It was down in my own household, the one that I, I fellowship with, the one I ate with, you know, the one that's I right. love. So mm-hmm. that's the Word. So it is those that are closest to us. Deborah, what was your turning point? Um, what? When did you decide that enough was enough, this is wrong, and i got to get out? Wow. You know, it's... <laughs> One of the hardest things for me to say is, um, or I was 36 years old. I'm going to just say, I'm 53 today. I'm a mother and a grandmother, a wife, business owner, and an author today. But at that time, at 36 years old, I didn't even realize, Nicole, that I was still a child. The word says when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man or a woman, I put away childish things, not realizing that, I had a childlike mind up until mm-hmm. I was well in my 30s. I wasn't even a woman. I didn't even realize it. The entire time I'm still following behind my daddy because that's why I entitled my book My Daddy's a Devil and Me because once I became a woman and I grew up physically as a woman, I had to take that responsibility of my own to remain in this mess, this thing mm-hmm. that I was calling a life. So I mm-hmm. chose. Now, those were choices that I, would make, that I was making. There was no longer any brainwashing. There was no longer a victim. Now I'm victimizing myself because I'm making this choice to stay in this mess mm. on my own. So once I became 36 years old and I saw the devil, the, the Lord showed me the devil in him, truly, that was the scariest thing I've seen ever in my life. I knew then i got to get out of this. This yeah. is a mess. I'm 36 years old. I have nothing to show for. I'm running around the country with my daddy. I'm a drug addict. There's, I, I didn't see anything else but to look for that little light at the end of the tunnel. And I thank God today just for that little glimmer of hope. Amen. 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 So it took you 20 years, two decades. So you were still in the midst of those 20 years still with him, without him, with him, without him, and every time he called, you would go running. Back and forth, back and forth, within the darkness of my mind, telling me that I was never going to be anything. He would often tell me, you're ugly. No one is never going to love you. You'll never amount to anything in life. You'll never be married. No one will never want you but me. Yeah. And I believe that. I believe yeah. that. I. It, it was... It's, it's the same as if a woman is in a marriage and her husband is treating her that way. The only thing was this was my daddy. This was my right. father. We went into a club out in Chicago. We stepped into the bar, and when we sat at that bar, I believe I was 25 or 26 years old, and the barmaid asked them, who is this, your little sister? And mm-hmm. when that time, at that time, I felt the sickness within mm-hmm. me. But I didn't have any power. I didn't have the power to stop what it was that I was doing. I didn't know about the power of God. I didn't know how to get that power to get where I needed to be strong to walk yeah. away from the wrong that I was doing until all the guilt and the shame set in. That's right. That's right. Well, to God be the glory because you are here today and you are telling your story everywhere you go. And mm-hmm. I just bless God for you. He wait, He made a way of escape for you, just like he does for yes. all of us. 
and you're making a difference, and you're not shy about it. You know, some people are shy about their story, and even with the title, you know, I, I posted something on Facebook, and an author, Laurie writes, um, she wrote, ooh, the title alone got me, and I just bless God because you're not shy about it and you are telling the story because you get that it's not about you. It's about those other people that are out there suffering in silence. Well, I just want to say um, about the boldness, it's because I feel as though if I don't come boldly to the throne, that all that I did would be in vain. God let me know this is your call. I called you to expose this thing. I called you to go out and tell it on the mountain. I called you for this. God, let me know this is what I have planned and purposed for your life. All yeah. that I went through, I didn't know why it was that the serial killers couldn't kill me. I didn't know why it was that the kidnappers couldn't kill me. Mm. But God, let me know. Yes, I sir. Had it was a purpose. purpose. Yes, sir. And, and this is it. Yeah, this yeah. Is it. So Oof, that's why I tell I you, get me excited, girl. <laughs> Get me excited because it's not, you know, I read one of your Facebook posts the other day and you said something about somebody told you to stop telling your story or they wish you would stop telling your story. And Mm -hmm. I thought about that thing because they've said that to me as well. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? We can't stop telling the story. We've been commissioned. Do you think that it's easy to tell a story like this? You think she wants to tell the story like this? Of course not, but God has commissioned her to do it. It's not like it's rosy and, 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 you know, just wonderful, and you're talking about, oh, you're empowering people to just get another job. You are telling a hard story. You are. I know you've said this is hard. (laughs) How, How about this, Nicole? I was in the Bronx, New York, and after I finished giving my testimony and telling my story, a woman in her 30s cried on my shoulder. She said, I hope my my mother's not looking at me. She whispered in my ear. She said, my daddy gave me AIDS. She said, I haven't told a soul. She said, I haven't told the first lady. I haven't told my mother. She said, you are the only one that I'm telling Yes, 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 yes. And you that's why for her to, that's why no, you have to do no. what you do. That's right. That's it. That is it that's right it. now. Well, Deborah, this is our yes. time. I could talk to you mm-hmm. for hours and hours <laughs> at a time. <laughs> but I Well, this just, won't be the last time we talk. <laughs> amen. Amen. Now tell the listeners really quick how to get your book, how they can connect with you okay. online on your website. Mm-hmm. My book is available nationwide with online bookstores. But I prefer if you do get it off my website, um, you can just Google my name, Deborah Ann Brown Davis. My website will come up. It's free shipping from my website. Also, okay. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. And the website again is? My website is www.debra-brown-davis.com. Amen, and I have it on all of our pages, and I have it in the chat room as well. And I want to thank Aborted Yet Alive for being on the line in the actual chat room listening, and also the Energizer herself is on the line, and it looks like the lines, the switchboards are are, are lighting up, and they are full, and to God be the glory. But you know what? I I just bless God for you. I thank you for stopping by the show, and it will not be the last. It definitely won't be the last. All right, listeners, all right, listeners, don't go away. We're going to be right back. 
Pick Up Soul Sanctuary, the third CD release of contemporary gospel artist Robert E. Person. Featuring the hit single, Someday We'll All Be Free, and the gospel jazz-flavored Greatest Thy Faithfulness. Produced by arranger Alan Johnson. Available now on iTunes, CD Baby, thechristianjukebox.com, and Amazon.com. Soul Sanctuary, the third CD release from gifted vocalist and songwriter Robert E. Person. Get your did he cheat and you don't know what you're going to do? Are you struggling with rebuilding trust? If not, then you know someone that is. So He Cheated, Now What? by Nicole Cleveland is one woman's personal testimony of overcoming an affair in her marriage. An affair. No, it's not about catching a cheating spouse or six ways to get them back or 12 ways to find out if he's cheating. It's all about forgiveness and moving I don't know what is going on there. All right, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm not sure. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Uh, the promo did not finish, but that's all right. We're going to keep on going. Now, we just finished a wonderful, wonderful um, interview with Deborah Ann Brown Davis, and my next guest on the show is the Energizer herself, Rhonda White. Rhonda, are you on the line? Yes, I am, Rich Queen. How are you? I am great. I'm not sure what was going on <laughs> with the uh, technical <laughs> difficulties. I told you I don't multitask. Remember that, right? <laughs> yes, I remember. It well, could that was be. a powerful interview. The little I just was able to hear. I wish we could have her. Is she an author? She absolutely is. She wrote My wow. Daddy, the Devil, and Me. Wow, I wish we could have her on our Meet the Author Showcase on Saturday to tell about her book. So hopefully she'll hear the number and call when I um, give us some information. Amen. Well, we have the Energizer herself, Rhonda White, on the line, and she has an author showcase coming up on Saturday, and yours truly will be participating. Now, Rhonda, tell the listeners a little bit about the showcase. Well, we've been having the showcases since 2008, and they're sponsored by Marketing You and also Wise Women and Men on the Rise Networks. And it will be on Saturday, uh, December the 3rd at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We will be featuring 20-plus authors. They will each have five minutes and will tell about themselves and their powerful books that they have. They have a main book they'll discuss, but they will mention the other titles they have. And we will be uh, you can listen in on our national radio show on TalkShoe 724-444-7444, and the ID is 19503-POUND. And if you didn't get all that, please visit our website. You can go to marketing, the letter U, dot N-I-N-G dot com, marketing, the letter U, dot N-I-N-G, dot com. And you'll also see another one of our networks, Wise Women and Men, 
ontherise.ning.com, wise women and men, ontherise.ning.com. Our phone number, if you want information about this, I'm going to mention just a couple of, a few of the authors in their books, but if you would like to be featured and want more information about the showcase, it's our number is one eight eight eight. Four three five five nine nine five one eight 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 four three five five nine nine five. Now we're featuring these authors, and of course, uh, Nicole, you are one of our authors that we're featuring with your awesome book. So he cheated. Now what? We also are featuring. Uh, I mean, some powerful people. We have Jason Slaughter, uh, which is one of our newest authors to our three online stores that we have. Uh, what men desire and women need to know. Power of a dynamic book about relationships between women and men. We also have um, how to repair your credit legally by Pastor Angelo McCurkin uh, out of New Jersey and Jason's out of New, New um, out of uh, North Carolina, excuse me. And uh, Pastor Angelo is from New Jersey. We have Women of God. You're gonna make it. Wonderful Woman of God, Doctor uh, Pastor Maya. Myra, excuse me, Pearson, and she is out of South Carolina. Then we have uh, Dr. Don Dawson from Chicago, Simply Simple excuse me, Communication with God. She teaches you how to pray and not think you have to sound like other people. Powerful book. Uh, we have Dr. Anthony out of Pennsylvania, Does Love Cover That? The Healing Process with the Fruit of the Spirit. Uh, we have also... Uh, one of my spiritual daughters, The Chronicles of Connie. Connie Cooper out of California will be featured with her book. She was uh, addicted yes. to crack cocaine for about, I think, 18, 19 years, and the Lord delivered her. Uh, we also have uh, Minister Natalie Flemings from Illinois. Uh, her book is From Chaos to the Call. And that's just a few. I mean, there's so many more. We have over 20 that will be featured. And I'm telling you, um, one one young lady says, Trapped in a System, Evangelist Larry from Illinois. Her book is just about how God delivered her and Dana Dana Neal, uh, No Longer a Victim. Just on and on and on. They will be there. Please, you've read about them. Now, now meet them. And it's so unique, uh, Nicole, to be able to read a person's book and actually talk with them and to be able to, to uh, speak with them. A lot of times we read books and never meet like Bishop Jake's one-on-one on the phone or in person or Dr. Cindy Trim or Paula White or Joyce Myers or even other authors. So it's a great dynamic again Saturday, December the 3rd, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Please go to uh, our website, marketing, the letter U, dot N-I-N-G dot com, and I'm Rhonda White, and we would love to have you with us Saturday, and if you want to be featured in the future, let us know. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rhonda. Appreciate that. And I did, on, I put the website on the actual chat room. Plus, you can also get all of those links by going to RhondaWhite.com if that's a little bit easier, right? Yes, yes. They can get all of the links of our networks on RhondaWhite.com, my personal site, yes. And Wonderful. thank you so much, Nicole. You are more than welcome, and thank you so much, Rich Queen. God bless you. <laughs> and please, please come Saturday. I am so excited about your book being shared because it is so needed, especially when we see the Herman Cain and, and we yeah. see uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and uh, the, you know, all of the other stars that split up the Demi Moore uh, with Ashton. Oh, yeah. Just other things, you know, the as I call it, the loose loins from Lucifer. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, no Lord. self-control, and that's 
just one of the fruit of the spirit, and the many people lack it. So I'm, I'm excited about you sharing your book on Saturday. So God bless and take care. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. And thank you. That is our time. That's our show. Thank you, audience, for listening. I appreciate you. Of all the places on the Internet, of all the places on the phone, you could be doing other things, but you chose to stop by and you chose to participate on this radio show. I believe it's life-changing. I do this not for me, but I do it for other people because God is no respecter person. If he did it for Deborah, he definitely can do it for you. If he did it for those authors that will be on the showcase on Saturday with Rhonda White, he definitely can do it for you. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you. I want to give a big shout-out to artist Robert E. Person. He has a new CD out entitled Soul Sanctuary. It is bumping. It's bad. You will groove. You will praise. You will rock. It is just wonderful. Uh, visit his site at roberteperson.com. That's roberteperson.com. And make sure to check out the Christian Author Book Cruise. It sets sail in July. You get to showcase your book if you are an author. And relax at the same time. Visit Serenity at Sea dot blogspot dot com serenity at c dot blogspot dot com and you know what I want you to know that if you're listening and you feel as though you're suffering in silence and your situation is hopeless just know that it is not hopeless it is full of hope visit us online at breatheagainmagazine dot org connect with us on Facebook breathe again mag on Twitter at breathe again Remember, it's never goodbye. It is always until next time. God bless you. passion leads to many places and it's your journey that makes all the difference enjoy where life takes you in a 2019 honda accord with available features like built-in wi-fi and the latest advanced safety features that can even read traffic signs pair that with a head-up display makes this the safest and most advanced accord ever built drive home this award-winning accord for just 259 a month at your hampton roads honda dealer today honda it's the perfect ride for hampton roads